Okay. Are we just... We're going to go. We are going to go. Howdy, and welcome to the Three Stride Podcast, where we take a humorous look at the equestrian world. Here are your hosts, Laura Fernandez, Julia Hansen, and Molly Heroy. Giddy up. Uh, This is Laura. (laughs) Uh, And this is the Three Stride Podcast, episode one. I've been riding for, gosh, how long? Oh, since I was five, 39 now. I don't want to do math right now. 34. 34 years. But I took a little break, though, when I went to college. Did you do that math right on? Uh-huh. I'm a Ooh. genius. That's wow. <laughs> this is Julia. So we are the hosts, and that's Molly. Say hi, Molly. Hi, guys. Mm, that was a nice hello. Uh, <laughs> Julia, how long have you been riding? I've been riding since I was eight, so 17 big ones. 17 years. Molly? I have been riding my whole life. I'm one of those weird trainers kids. My dad rodeoed, so it's kind of been ingrained since before I could walk. I've got pictures on the horse. So like when you were a baby, like right out of the womb? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> right out of the womb. Not, not recommended. Mm. <laughs> so we decided, because we have so many funny conversations, because I feel like every podcast starts that way, of like, oh my gosh, a group of friends that have so many funny conversations and they think they can do a podcast. So we're going to give it a whirl and see what we uh, come up with. We are um, all, we all live in Vegas, and um, I'm actually originally from the Philadelphia area, but my husband's job brought us out here in 2005. And I was trying to figure out like when we all met. Um, I know I met... You, Julia, we were at our old barn and I was leaving. I remember JC and I went, it was like some kind of cowboy party. And I feel like everyone was wearing flannel. We saw the pictures of that too. When we were like roping. Yeah. Roping. Yeah. Yeah. You and your sister were hiding behind jumps and JC and I were leaving. (laughs) And I was like, oh gosh, I felt like I didn't really bond with anyone at this point. And I'm leaving and Julia yells, bye, Laura. And I'm like, oh. That's going to be my friend. Friends forever. (laughs) Well, that's what I feel like with riding. And like, I did see though this like, this gal, um, she posted, she was like, it was this whole thing of like how age does not matter in the equestrian world. And she was like, yeah, you know, the the 15 year old helps the 40 year old pick up the poles. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm almost 40 and I can pick up poles. So I started getting a little offended. What kind of 40-year... Well, if it is probably a 40-year-old trainer that's been ridden hard and put away wet out in that sun, you don't know. <laughs> but I feel like anyone can lift a pole. Yeah, but I feel like the teens, it is kind of their job. Like, we have a teen, you know, the trainers are setting whatever, and she always runs the rail like, do you need help? And puts the jumps yeah. up and it's down. It's like a rite of stuff. passage. Yeah, it's part of your duties. You're the are jump you setter. Are you fast at setting up jumps? So fast. I'm oh, a trainer's kid. I would she's a, I was get beat. Say, Oh my gosh! I she was setting jumps at two. <laughs> Seriously, I panic. Like sometimes when we're in the, like the show ring and we're trying well, to like the, set up jumps, the like jump cups they have at the shows versus what we have at home is different. So if you go up to someone's up to is different than what you think it is. Yeah, they don't sense? have the rusty yeah. like 
metal. Yeah, the pins, the the pin in the whole thing of the past. You got to get with it. That's not 2022. No, you got to get with it with the and then but then you get like the little slidey cups for the safety cups for the back rail of the oxer. Sometimes those give me a little trouble. Mm. That's what I'm saying. That's what I I see those and I'm immediately like I'm going to have to budget at least 30 more seconds (laughs) into raising this jump. I like panicked if I'm like in the warm up ring and they're like trying to like set everything up. I'm like, uh uh-uh, not happening. So, okay, Molly, when I was trying to figure, oh, we have a great, I don't know, I feel like every podcast, like, I have a great story of like how. We have a meet cute. <laughs> Opposite of a meet cute, kind of a meet cute now. <laughs> when when we first met, because, okay, so Molly, you probably, Julie and I are both in media, digital media. Digital media. Digital media. Uh, Molly is the true entrepreneur. CEO. That's yeah. what I call her. I like it. it. I'll take it. It's fine. Um, but she is a true entrepreneur. She owns Tack of the Town, which is our first sponsor. Thank you. Yes. Love <laughs> that. She's investing the big bucks into this podcast. Thank you for being our sponsor. This love is a host-read ad for Tack of the Town. Tack of the Town, Las Vegas, Nevada. But with ship.com. Nationwide. Website. Ship worldwide. Oh. <laughs> you ship international too? Yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. Okay. So when we first met, you had your trailer. Yes. So I decided to have a little side business instead of going back to a full-time office job after I had kids. So I randomly bought a tax store mobile that had kind of been sitting for several years, not doing a whole lot. It's literally a, a mobile trailer. Yeah. So like retail store Uh on wheels, like think of like a food truck full clothes. That's how I describe it to people who can't quite get there (laughs) in the imagination. So luckily I grew up here and I had, you know, connections with all these trainers from them watching me grow up and ride here my whole life. So I was like, I'm going to start this. Can I come to your barn and set up shop? And they were like, yeah, great, do it. So that's where I first ran into Laura about seven years ago, mm. in the early days of Attack of the Town. <laughs> right when you first launched. Yes. Soft launch. It was new. <laughs> this is a soft launch, test run. So Molly was selling, I am big into leather halters, and I like the name plate on them. So Molly had some leather halters. I think I had just gotten... And you just got contact. Just got contact. So I was like, I need a nice, fresh halter. So I went into Molly's uh, trailer. And I was like, hey, I need a halter. She's like, oh, I have that. And I have a nameplate, too. And I can get this, uh, was it not embroidered, but engraved, engraved, get this engraved. And I was like, cool. I was like, can you put it together? I was too scared. I didn't want to be punching holes in people's $100 halters. It was getting real <laughs> sketchy out there. Plates on crooked. Somebody's going to be mad at me. I'm like, no, just take the halter now. I'll bring you the plate next week. Laura was like, hard pass. Uh-uh. I no. said, you know what? I'm going to go smart pack. I am smart not going to support local businesses and I'm going to uh, support the big guys. She's like a woman in business. No, no, no Out no. here on her own. No, I no, probably no. had like my baby strapped to me too. She did. It's weird. She did. And I was like, mm, no, nope, like, I'm going to. Mm, that's mildly inconvenient. I'm out. I I'm going to go to the big man <laughs> and I'm going to have smart pack to do. Turned it. around, walked away. I was like, yeah. Oh, okay. What was the Shoot, first I'm thought? I'm going to have to learn did how you, to like hold that. Yeah, what was did you the first Did you be thing? like, oh, that that chick is not not cool? You know, it's such a blur and horse girls, <laughs> I mean, they bring it in some strange ways. So <laughs> yeah. it wasn't really like anything that. Did it hurt your feelings though? 
No, I was just like, ooh, shit, I better learn but how what, to do but that. But what have you done, though? <laughs> I now, not only have I upped my game, I'm no longer outsourcing engraving. Bought the $12,000 engraving machine. That's, yeah, that's going right. well. That's a lot of work. A little metal pieces going everywhere. Yeah. Um, and it's I now it. will gladly hole punch anything. My skills are on She can point. do it in her sleep now. This is an ad. It's fine. This is another <laughs> if ad you need. For- Tack at the town. Yeah, if you need your halter, yeah. that nameplate on it, engraved yeah. even, uh-huh. call Molly. She'll do it. Julia. Yes. Both you and Molly are definitely the superior riders here. <laughs> you know, when we're thinking about like jumping, you both you both jump big. Yeah, ish, bigish. Well, I, yeah, I think in, big. I like to, yeah, you know what though? Sh- medium. I'm a sh- medium level. Yeah. Okay. You know, one thing I was like thinking about is show nerves and like how it feels like going into the ring. Cause I will tell you, I have Crohn's disease and I would get so sick and before the, uh, the show ring. But like, do you like, I just admire, cause okay, for me, I'm really comfy with three, 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 six, but you guys are comfy with the bigger height going into that, going into the ring. Like how nervous are you? Cause I, Molly, I always feel like you go in like Mel Gibson and Braveheart. <laughs> like there's no, you just go. Listen, my horse, you better believe it. Like you better be in there. You better believe or it is not happening. Like she is not one to uh, coddle any shred of doubt. So <laughs> If I go out there and I walk the course and I'm like, this is not going to happen. I'm like, you can't. I have to just, you know, it has definitely the dynamics changed since I've had kids. You know, it's a little bit in the back of your mind, like especially when my kids were really little. I'm like, even something relatively minor, like if something goes wrong and I break a wrist, like that's going to be massively inconvenient to like change and everything Mm -hmm. else. But you know what? You have to just talk yourself into it and I think that it's one of those things you have to tell yourself oh it's not nerves Uh like it's excitement like those butterflies and stuff yeah I'm not scared I'm excited they put a triple in the meters the low adult classic and I was like "Uh uh-uh I was like, I am really nervous about that. Do you remember how I, I told you afterwards and you watched the round? Oh, that and course. Yeah. No, it was, it was the same like, course as the meter 20s. And I was like, nah. And But you got to like walk in and actually think like, okay, I'm going to do it and not make a big deal about it. And that's how I can get through yeah. it. And then just, you know, Godspeed and hope I survive. But, you know, at home, do you feel like there's a difference between being at home and a show? Yeah. Huge. See, I like do not think, I think being at home is worse than being at a show. No. I I could drop my stirrups and jump a meter 40 course at home with one hand behind my back. And you tell me to get to a horse show and be like three levels below that. And I'll do it, but I'm going to be nervous. I'm going to be nervous. Yeah. Home is comfy. It's like secure. You know the ring, you know the jumps. Like you're not being judged. Like you're with your barn mates. Like it's like, Every day. Like, okay, we're going to get down to it. I feel more than like nervous. And maybe this is like growing up as a trainer's kid and all those different things. But like, I feel more of like the pressure Mm -hmm. crunch at the horse show than I do nervous. It's like, I'm out here. I'm professional. Yeah. Come take some advice from me. And then you go in there and blow it. And you're like, oof, (laughs) that's rough. But I think, I don't know why I'm the complete opposite. I would rather do it at the show 
then with do it no at home. practice. You're a yeah, weirdo. You don't even like to like jump. I at did home. poles. You'll, a poles can oh. poles is not practice. It I is. have to like harass you and be like, you need to jump. It's Mm-mm. a thing. Like no. you can't. I would rather over prepare at home so that when I get to the show, it's like. I have been jumping a a little bit at home. But I feel like, you know what, like, started really, like, screwing with me, though, at shows is because one thing I like about being at shows is because, like, for – because Julie and I ride at the same bar, and you ride at a different one. At home, I feel like it – people are getting like super judgy. Like they literally like stand around the corner, watch people get judgy. So I feel like, like, I don't know, get in my head that way. But at the show, I always like that. You know what? It's like the people that are fully in at the show, like doing it. And so they Mm -hmm. can't like judge you as much. They're more of your peers. Well, yeah, they don't know you. Exactly. But the videos now, Oh, <laughs> people. Okay. Let's just like be serious about this yeah. right now. This live stream thing. People are out there watching everybody's live stream. Yes. Everybody's got a comment. People Absolutely. send it to each other. Oh, did you see so-and-so blah, blah, blah. Freaking eat shit in the triple. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's awful. But that's the same thing as everything being online. Like, yeah, there's no We're seeing it in person. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's, I see. I I guess like I really hate the live. St- oh, I lo- hate it. So I actually went to the show office, and I said, "Hey, you know what? My number is like whatever ten eighty five. And I was like, "I don't want myself filmed. I just don't want it. I like don't because it would be weird. I would I would go, and then I would literally get feedback from like one gal. She'd be like. Oh, I saw it jump like five. Like you missed it there. You biffed. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like you're watching it there. But she was like, I, I'm like, I just don't want the video out there. And so I asked, I was like, can you not have my video? And they're like, that's the first time anyone's asked. Like, I don't think not people have- like, I had never actually thought about it in that way of like people going in and searching for me to see how it went until yeah. you had the situation with that friend texting you and being like, oh, I saw you go or, oh, uh, yeah, whatever happened at the one stride. I never really thought about that because my mind doesn't go there to like yeah. take the time to look up someone's round and be like, how'd it go? Oh, so yeah. then I was like. There is people out there that be doing that. Yeah, and oh, they're yeah. up there for like the end of times. Like, yeah, say a young horse has a bad week or something. It's it is it's nice, but it's kind of a it's kind of a catch twenty two to like have that out there forever and ever. Yeah, yeah, and then it, you do get like a little bit of the bullying. Oh, the yeah. thing is with this sport is even if you're amazing, you're failing more than you're succeeding. Mm-hmm. There's just no. Yeah. I mean, like the amount, especially as you go up the levels, like it's. The course is designed for 10% to go clear. Think about the numbers on that. Like you go to a huge show like Thermal and there's 100 in your class. Ten per- They're designing for 10% to go clear. So 10% go to the jump off. Like the rest of you are just what? Like losers? No, everybody knows that yes. we all have a rail. We all whatever. So it's, I think that we all think about it, about ourselves a lot more than other people do. Until you get those situations where somebody does put in their two cents. But if you're going to comment on somebody's ride other than like, hey, great job, like way to go out there, you're just kind of an asshole. Like unless somebody calls you and asks you, there's no comment to be made other than like, great job. Did you have fun? Whatever. Very basic. (laughs) Like don't ask, don't tell. That's my policy. I feel like even in the sport, everyone thinks, even if they don't know your horse, haven't ridden the course Whatever. They, everyone, and it doesn't matter what level you're at, I feel like everyone thinks they know best. Mm -hmm. Or they know something that you don't know. Yes. Yes. And like that's where it's like this sport, I really do not think 
yeah, I mean, I feel like we've all had our judging moments, but I also don't think that we really can judge because there's no one person and no one horse that can be like identical. And like, so yeah. no one can really like think like, oh, I'm watching her. I wish that she should have done this X, Y, Z, but you're never in that moment. Like, so you really can't judge. And that's what pisses me off though about the sport is because people are so judgy because you do you I have stood either at the show or even at home and you have those people that are saying like, oh, I would have done this. Oh, she's really screwed up that part. I'm like, it's just, it's way too judgy. And that's what also gets me in my head and gets mm-hmm. me insecure because I want to, I want to be successful, but it's also like, you got to sell yourself of not like caring. Here's the thing. I've never seen or heard somebody who was like, that I truly respected their writing and truly respected them as, you know, having all this extra information that's doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always that somebody that's like, you know, maybe blasts around the nineties and gets a ribbon once in a while <laughs> that like has some super strong opinion about, well, she should have come down the triple and then, you know, pushed him out and shifted out to the outside rain to make the bending six ride better. Like, okay. Yeah. Cool. Molly, that's such a good point. It's never somebody who's like killing it it. in the Grand Prix that's standing there. This is now the podcast is gonna be renamed Molly Stride. (laughs) It's never somebody who you like respect and look up to. No. No. You have to pay those people to get some sort of feedback. That's (laughs) the thing. Like anybody else, it's like they're at your level or below your level or not even Or like to hear themselves talk. Yeah, it's just not a thing. Well, I had, or Star Park. I had, <laughs> I had a moment actually. I was having a rough show, and um, my horse Pico is like pretty tricky. You kind of never know what you got. <laughs> never know what you got. I say he is ten horses in one because it's a mixed I don't, bag. <laughs> I do not know what I'm going to get, and especially at a show. Especially at a show. And I had a rough round, and I come out, and I'm waiting for my trainer to tell me, you know, like talk about it. And someone piped in and was like. You know what? Should have done this, whatever. Never even was it a trainer? No. Never even sitting on my horse. Ever. And I remember in that moment, I stopped and I looked and I said, I'm not paying you to let me know how it oh. how, what I should do out there. And I was like, if I wanted you to let me know what you thought, I would have asked. Oh, so good. That's it. And I think it's fine, like, you know, to ask your friends or send a video or whatever else, but like other than that, if it's unsolicited, oh, it's oh, just completely a hard no. What would get me frustrated. I'm not kidding you. I'm like, I would get text messages <laughs> after I was done from people oh. like recapping like what happened. And the it's worst. like, and then sometimes I was like, you know what? If I sent you a video, it was like, and so then I started like sending people videos proactively and be like, these were my mistakes. So I could call myself out for it first. And it was like, that's just, it gets so frustrating. And that's where I'm like, again, get in my head and I need to talk to my sports psychologist. (laughs) But Julia, where were we? And it was like, I got done that round and that one of our friends, boyfriends was like, yeah, I was like, you were going around the ring and you just kept pulling. And it was like, you're, it was like, you're slow. You were slow. You were slow. And yeah, I mean, I just didn't, I don't know why. Homie has never sat on a horse ever. Mind you. You were so slow. I mean, I just, it was like, you kept going and you was like pulling your reins and I just didn't know what was happening to you. And I was like, 
I was riding really shitty. That was what was <laughs> happening to me. Right. Like, go go give it a whack. Yeah. I Take mean, a chance. It's like the... Um, oh, I have a question. You know that... Um, what was it called at, in the Olympics where like shit went sideways? Oh. What was it? Oh, they the, banned it um, Like the... Pentathlon? Pentathlon. Yeah. Pentathlon. Yeah. My question is, was it... Why? Well, <laughs> not only yeah. that, but like, did... Did those people have experience? Because obviously we were all like judging them because it was such a fucking shit show. I mean, they obviously have some experience because I think it was meter 10, wasn't it? Yeah. Or was it meter 20? It was meter 20. Yeah, oh, meter ooh, 20. That? Like that's that yeah, I that's feel like dangerous. is the turning point of where you can really, you know, things can go sideways Bad. really fast. And so I think that was one the of the things 20. is like, yeah, they obviously have some experience to even remotely Be jump a few of those jumps because like I had a friend the other day that was like, I was at the horse show and they saw my video and they're like so like if I got on your horse like somebody who just ridden like for fun a little bit you know whatever I actually grew up a little bit with horses but not our sport she's like like could I go jump one of those jumps and I was like absolutely not uh-uh. so the fact that some of them get around they have to have some kind of experience but it's way out I mean to be jumping meter 20 like you have to be pretty consistent pretty dedicated to your it, it, it's it's rough you have to look up so I don't know what, like who decided. <laughs> I, I, eyes up. Hey, eyes up. <laughs> eyes up. Um, I don't know who decided that. that that was a good, good also, height for that these, But these category. horses didn't seem, and it could have been the riders too, but these horses, I wouldn't look at any of those horses and be like, I'm taking that in the meter 20s. Yeah. Like it was like, but not fair to the horses. <sighs> no, even. it was, it was pretty brutal, but they did away with it. Right. Yeah. It's, I'm pretty sure. I think, yeah, that there was a big issue. Yeah. After all that and I, I I'll be honest I signed a petition to put it oh I did too puts it. I don't I know did. if it was a real I don't know I saw it on Facebook and I was like I will click be part of that click put my name down <laughs> so I think this was like a good little like jaunt into the podcast <laughs> world soft launch soft launch <laughs> I felt like it was a good test run wait Gosh. can I can I add in I just this just got me going a story about Wait. Nerves. Well, how about we? Nerves. I just we, uh, we cut it in. We no. <laughs> I don't know how podcasts work. No, no. This is the end of episode one. Okay. Uh, stay tuned for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>